standby to launch FanStream Sports. Three, two, one. Let's start. Hello, sports fans. Welcome to FanStream Sports. Nothing, nothing but pure sports. What is up, everybody? I am Milan Jordan. This is the MMA Daily Blitz, brought to you by FanStream Sports, powered by DSP Media. Hey, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Also, check out our YouTube page, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. All right, let's look back to last weekend on Saturday. The UFC held an event in Kansas City for the first time since 2017. It was a fight night event headlined by a top-five featherweight matchup between former champion Max Holloway and Arnold Allen, who came in on a 10-fight win streak. Well, Arnold Allen had his moments doing some damage to Max uh, eventually in the fifth round, but in the end, it was Holloway getting back on the winning track, handing Arnold Allen his first loss in the UFC in 11 octagon appearances, uh, winning by unanimous decision. The scorecards, had uh, two of them had 49-46 for Holloway, another one 48-47, you know, most of the rounds were fairly close with Matt, you know, Max Holloway coming out on top, but uh, it wasn't a dominating performance. It was a very solid performance by Max Holloway, uh, but Arnold Allen, again, had his moments. Uh, but again, I'm looking at some of these stats worth noting uh, in this fight. Zero takedowns were attempted in this fight. This was 25 minutes worth of striking. Uh, both guys landed some good leg and body kicks and uh, per UFC stats, Holloway outstruck Allen 147-76. to 76. Uh, Holloway has the uh, most significant strikes in UFC history, uh, becoming the first fighter to reach the 3,000 significant strike plateau during the fight. Uh, his 20 wins is the most in UFC featherweight history, and he's become, he became the 12th fighter in UFC history to get 20 wins. Uh, Max Holloway, just to show how good he has been, uh, he has not lost a non-title featherweight fight since August 2013 when he was 21 years old against some guy named Conor McGregor. Uh, clearly, Max Holloway is the second best featherweight in the UFC. Uh, he's lost to Alex Volkanovsky three times. Uh, you know, as good as Holloway, very, very good. But his kryptonite is Alex Volkanovsky, just to see, just to show how good Volk really is. Uh, so now that he, you know, Holloway gets back on track, is a title shot next? Probably not. I mean, he's lost to Volk three times, so I don't think there's, I don't think there's a desire. I think there's a reason to really go back that route anytime soon if at all uh but maybe a max up a matchup for max holloway next would be a, a fight with korean zombie that would be a lot of fun uh we'll see what happens all right checking out the rest of the ufc kansas city fight card on the main card edson barboza defeated billy quarantillo via ko in the first round with a vicious knee 237 of round number one uh, Azmat mirzakhanov defeated justin jacoby by unanimous decision uh, Ian uh, Kutelaba defeated uh, Tanner Bozer via TKO with some really good punches in round number one. Pedro Munoz, Munoz excuse me, beat Chris Gutierrez by unanimous decision. And in the opener of uh, the six-fight main card, Rafa Garcia defeated Clay Guida by unanimous decision, 30-27 across the board. Uh, the 41-year-old Guida, as usual, very active, but not necessarily effective. Uh, there was no doubt that Garcia won this fight. Uh, for Clay Guida, again, 41 years old. Uh, this was his 57th fight, tied for the most among active UFC fighters, the fourth most fights in UFC history. Uh, he passed Jim Miller for fifth most octagon, octagon time in UFC history. Uh, after the fight, you know, as, as usual, they interview the winning fighter. In this case, Daniel Cormier was interviewing Rafa Garcia, 
uh, right after the fight. And as this was happening, Clay Guida started to take off his gloves, which a lot of times means that uh, that fighter is about to call it a career. But Clay Guida uh, pulled the old okie doke, saying uh, when uh, Daniel Cormier got back to uh, Clay Guida, he's like, no, I'm not retiring. And he just wanted to exchange gloves with uh, uh, Rafa Garcia, just saying it was a great fight. It was an honor to fight with him. Uh, and then Clay Guida took the mic to wish his mom, who was in attendance, a happy birthday. Uh, he also continued to send well wishes to other people that he knows. Uh, that's when DC pulled the mic away. Uh, needless to say, Dana White and the UFC brass were not too happy with one uh, Clay Guida's post-fight actions. But, nah, what are you going to do? Guys, guys fought in the UFC for almost 20 years, man. So, cut him some slack, huh? All right. Uh, on Friday night, the PFL was in action. 2023 PFL 3 at the theater at the Virgin Hotels in Vegas. Main event, last year's welterweight champion, Sadabu C, uh, defeated Jara Al-Silawi, uh, excuse me, Silawi, uh, via TKO in round number two with a knee and some punches. Uh, Sadabu C improves to 14-6-2 in his career, while Al-Silawi uh, drops to 18-5. The 2022 lightweight champ, Olivier Aubin-Mercier, spoiled Shane Burgess' PFL debut, winning by unanimous decision. All three judges scoring the fight 30-27. Right, the PFL will take a pause for a while until June 8th uh, when they return to action. Uh, the regular season res resumes for the first of three straight weeks in Atlanta. Bellator MMA, they're back in action this weekend for not one but two fight cards in Hawaii, which is the norm when they go over to the 50th state. You can watch both of these fight uh, both of these fight cards on Showtime Friday night. It's Bellator 294 Carmouche versus Bennett. Yeah, Liz Carmouche will take on Deanna Bennett for the women's flyweight title. Uh, Carmouche won the first meeting between these two with a rear naked choke in her Bellator debut back in September of 2020. Uh, Liz Carmouche. Uh, is a perfect 5-0 in Bellator, with four of those wins coming via stoppage, while Bennett, she's won three straight since her loss to Carmouche two and a half years ago. Elsewhere on the main card for this event for uh, Bellator 294, you got Timothy Johnson take on Saeed Salma, uh, Arlene Blanco takes on Sarah McMahon, Danny Sabatello against Marcos Brano, and Levan Chocheli taking on Michael Lombardo. Saturday night, it's Bellator 295, featuring the Bantamweight Grand Prix Final with champion Rafael Stotts facing Patchy Mix. Should be a banger. Uh, Stotts is 19-1. Mix is 17-1. Should be a fun one to watch, that's for sure. Uh, rest of the main card for Bellator 295. Of course, you can't have a Bellator Hawaii card without Elima Leigh McFarlane. So, Saturday, Elima Leigh McFarlane will appear on this card, taking on Kana Wantanabe. Uh, Aaron Pico returns to action, taking on Otto Rodriguez, and Ray Borg will fight Kyoji Horiguchi. Saturday night, the UFC is also in action with a fight night card at the Apex. Heavyweight division matchup is the main event. Uh, number three, Sergey Pavlovich, 17-1, takes on fourth-ranked Curtis Blades, coming in with a record of 17-3. Uh, Pavlovich has won five in a row, all by first-round knockout. His uh, five-fight UFC winning streak in heavyweight competition is the longest active streak in the division. Uh, Pavlovich has earned 14 of his 16 career victories by stoppage, all 14 of those stoppages via knockout. Uh, his average fight time of 2 minutes and 15 seconds in UFC heavyweight competition is the shortest in company history. So basically, this fight goes past the first round. That might favor Curtis Blades. Uh, he's won three in a row, seven of eight. Uh, his 62 takedowns landed in UFC heavyweight competition are most 
in divisional history. So uh, Sergey Pavlovich, his cardio certainly has not been tested. So if this fight goes uh, beyond the first round, it'd be interesting to see if how long he could last and if Curtis Blades can take advantage. Uh, we shall see. Co-main event is our, a middleweight matchup. Brad Tavares, longtime fighter, taking on Bruno Silva. Tavares, 19 and 7 in MMA, 14 and 7 in the UFC. Uh, his 14 victories in the UFC middleweight competition are tied for second most individual history between be, uh, behind former champ Michael Bisping's 16. Uh, Tavares has 12 decision victories in the UFC middleweight division. That's the most individual history. Uh, and so he will take on again Bruno Silva come Saturday night. All right, the rest of the UFC fight night main card Bobby Green taking on Jared Gordon. Uh, I just mean Lucindo takes on Brogan Walker and Jeremiah Wells will take on Matthew Samalisberger. Uh, the potential number one lightweight contender at UFC 288 next month. Well, it's off. Charles Oliveira suffered an undisclosed injury during training that forced him off the May 6th card uh, against uh, Benil Dariush. Uh, Dariush mentioned that the fight could be moved to UFC 289 in June in Canada, but Oliveira has yet to return to training. Uh, he said through his Instagram stories that uh, the decision was made after realizing he wasn't able to train properly for this fight against Dariush. Uh, see, he got injured during wrestling practice at this time. Uh, Oliveira is not given a timeline as to when he will return to training or if fighting on U at UFC 289 in June is a realistic option. So uh, if anything uh, comes of that, we'll definitely let you know. All right, well, you know what? That'll do it for this episode of the MMA Daily Blitz, brought to you by FanStream Sports, powered by BSP Media. By all means, like, share, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. As always, thank you for checking out the MMA Daily Blitz. I will talk to you later.